I can listen to songs by the Smiths and Morrissey, even though the political views of their author are noxious. I didn't know his stance on immigration when I first heard the Smiths in the 1980s, and even if I had, they're not his songs, they're mine. I'm able to separate the artist from the art. Call it a gift from my parents. I have a clear memory of a birthday being given a book by Roald Dahl. It had my name in the title, Danny, as well as what I considered a pretty solid guess about my future, Champion of the World. And when my father gave it to me, he said, Here you go, Danny. You know, the man who wrote this book hates Jews like us. Enjoy. My mother read to us from Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. And when we were done hearing about Mr. Mistopheles and Skimbleshanks and McCavity the Mystery Cat, she would sigh, Aren't these poems wonderful? Isn't it a shame T.S. Eliot was an anti-Semite? He wasn't as bad as his friend Ezra Pound, who actively tried to harm Jews. Eliot just said mean things which is why I feel bad for the kids in my writing class. All their writings are so profoundly influenced by Harry Potter, which they love, but it causes them great distress because the author's views on gender and other issues, they won't even use her name. The woman whose wizardly robes all their creative impulses spring from, they call her the witch, just as kids at Hogwarts won't say Voldemort. Even this small protest they got from her. I tell them I love Charles Bukowski in college, even though he's a racist and an anti-Semite and a misogynist, and it's all right there on the page. You can take it all and filter out what you don't need and praise some of it and condemn the rest of it. They think I'm a sellout. I wonder who's right. I'm Dan Libman, and that's my perspective.